Hey bros, welcome to the pub and my podcast We'd like to thank you for getting off your rust But there's one thing that you could do for us If only one thing that you could do for us Is to share this podcast with one of your mates And then we repay you by sticking a finger up your date But not in a gay way, but to check your prostate Cause that's what friends do and not feel violated So just one thing, share this yarn with your mate That's just one thing, yeah we might scrap the prostate thing Cause chicks do are a thing too and blokes don't get to share all the love and probably our fingers will stink and if we don't wear gloves and we should probably who wears rubbers these days it's 20 fucking 24 come on kids wear rubbers still i, I don't still listen all right joy how, how'd we go today <laughs> we did all right big fella i've got something you need to talk about though father time brother mm. getting old feeling old knees Elbows, Nephews, wrists, <laughs> fucking just, just getting old. It's not dumb. I just, I'm not dealing with it real well. No, it's struggle town at the moment. I'm walking yeah. like a rape victim. Yep, we back don't work, knees don't work, hips dick don't, don't work, dick don't work, dick don't work. Dick don't work. <laughs> to make a song out of that. Let's write it. Let's My get on it now. Work, My dick dick don't work. Work. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. Here uh, we we go. get a little bit stuck into uh, a little bit of politics at the end as well. We do. Yeah, fuck it. Why not? Yeah, check out uh, punters politics while you can. Worth a look. All right. I realized it was on until a mate of mine literally just sent me a text message that said, <laughs> That was a mean hucker, bro. <laughs> 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 Oi, they, I was like, oh, is that tonight? They Fuck, need to complete true. the trifecta and have the Migloo All-Stars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, we, we joke. It'll be the trans All-Stars soon. Yeah. <laughs> you won't know who's playing who except for the fact that the female trans athletes keep getting smashed by the male trans athletes. <laughs> There's an All-Stars game everybody wants to see. Let's see if there is equality. <laughs> the best female NRL players against the best male NRL players. They asked for it. They fucking and you asked just, for it. You just line up the ambulances on the sideline. <laughs> so <laughs> Have them sitting there, back, boys. doors open, gurneys out, just ready to go. Don't hold back, girls. <laughs> but we were talking about the 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 number of like Polynesian and, and Indigenous players in, in the game now. The Polynesians have taken over. I think the NRL now is like 60% Polynesian oh, I now, guess, right? Yeah. It's it huge. It's huge. And then you've got Indigenous. Like, so Miglus are probably, what, 20? Probably. They really are probably <laughs> now. They're, they're, they're definitely the minority. Mm. You know what I mean? And but it all just comes down to fucking genetics, doesn't it? Yeah. All those big Polynesian boys, they're Think just they're just genetically predisposed oh. to play contact sports, man. You're talking about one of your friends just in the kitchen there before and how big Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guy I used to do security with, Alnez. He's the biggest human I've ever seen. Like this dude was like six foot six, six foot six five, six six, and two oh five kg. And I don't know how many of you fellas out there, or ladies too, uh, have seen a human that's 205 kg and not fat. I'm not talking about a fat 205. Mm. I'm talking about a big, mobile, purpose-built 205. 44-gallon drum. It, mate, his head was a 44-gallon drum. <laughs> like the, 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 and the numbers this dude used to put up in the gym would just make all of us. I remember my <laughs> biggest bench ever. And I think it was like a 150, 160, something like that. And I was pumped. I was like, yeah, man, I'm freaking strong. I'm a beast. And he comes waddling into the gym just as I was finishing up. <laughs> and, and he I curled had to, it. Bro, he did 21s <laughs> with it. He walked up and he's like, oh, you finish with the bench, bro. <laughs> I was like, yeah, man. Yeah. I said, do you want me to take some of those off? Because there was like three plates or something on the bar or three and a half. And he goes, no, nah, that's okay. 
And then he proceeded to go and do 21s. He was moving the weight so fast it was rattling on the bar. <laughs> and I just left. I just walked out. I wasn't he even finished my workout. That he had to pull them back down. Literally, literally he was almost throwing them into the air. And the power he could generate was just it, like terrifying. If yeah. a man like that hits you, you, mm. you, there's a potential for you to die. Yeah. Like that's no bullshit. His <laughs> fist was the size of a Steeden football. Like he was just the biggest human I've ever seen in my life. And I don't think I'll ever see bigger. You know, I might see fatter, but that's mm. a different kettle of fish, isn't it? But you look at the size of some of these. This this new 19-year-old that the Broncos have just signed, this Ben Takura, he's six foot nine. Fucking hell. Six foot nine, 122 kilograms, bro. He's just turned 19. Was he on the wing? <laughs> yeah, probably. Usually. Yeah, yeah. No, he's a, he's a, lock or a, a lock or a second row, I think he is. Yeah. But he's now, he's officially the tallest player. I think he's the biggest player to ever play in the NRL. Fucking that's hell. how big he is. And he's just turned 19 years old. Like he was playing Queensland Cup last year as an eighteen-year-old and and led for tackle breaks and offloads and fucking all sorts of shit. Yeah, and he was eighteen years old. Fuck yeah. So, yeah, unfortunately, all those Pakia boys, those Palangi fellas, they're just missing out at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> you better get real good at the ball playing <laughs> or the goal kicking because they're just getting bigger and faster every year. Yeah. Well, all these kids going through high school. You see some of them. I watch a bit of high school footy on TV, especially from South Africa. And the quality of these kids at 15, 16 years old, like by the time they finish high school, they're ready to step straight on a professional sporting arena. That was uh, when we, you know the Commonwealth Bank Cup. Mm, yep. Our um, school locally missed out by one game. Oh, really? To go on Commonwealth Bank Cup on telly. Far out. They, that was a good competition. And yeah. they still have it. What do they call it now? I think it's the Mal Meninga Cup now. I don't know. The, the kids' competition. No, they smell each other's fingers. <laughs> no, that's the Hopawati <laughs> Cup, bro. Mal <laughs> Meninga. But, but speaking of footy and, and, and something else I kind of related around footy um, is I started playing touch last week. I told you that, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I want, I want to have a bit of a whinge about something, brother. And it's it's like is a, it a count of the a, week? No, it's not a count of the week. <laughs> he potentially could be. It's a father figure that we all kind of have, and we don't realise it until he's like smacked us in the face, and that's father time. <laughs> Age, brother. Age. Like so, I made the joke the other night that that I'm playing uh, in a second footy. You know, and for those of you out there that have never heard of in a second footy, once you hit a, the age of about mid, late 30s, early 40s, you start playing in a second footy. You know, and I wasn't a bad footy player. I certainly wasn't fucking international NRL level or anything like that, but I understood the game pretty well. And I still do. Like, I watch a bit of footy and I get the game. So you go out on the touch field and you've got an idea in your head of how the game should be played, even touch. You know, I've got an idea on how touch should be played. Ruck speed's really important, getting the ball left to right and all that sort of stuff. But quick dumps, bro. Quick, quick dumps. dumps. Yeah, that's exactly right. Take the touch, get it on the ground, kick the ball. I don't reckon it. I can bend over to do a quick It's a dump. struggle. <laughs> Let me give you the fucking tip. It's a struggle. Speed. There's three or four knock-ons that the ref missed because I just couldn't get the ball to the ground whilst <laughs> still in my hand. Again, age, it comes back to father time. But I find that now I'm playing in a second footing, like in a sec, you know what I mean? In a sec. Because in my brain, I can see the cutout yeah. pass, you know, and I can, I can see – I can see the step. I can see the swerve. I can, I can see, see the, the whole. I can see me running I can see the, the whole field. lot unfolding in front of me, like <laughs> like fucking Thurston on a good day. But my body, my body says, "Yeah, in a second. But <laughs> 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 goes, uh, not right now. <laughs> <laughs> Oi. Oi, you have to load up here. <laughs> oh, but fuck. <laughs> 
You sure you want to do this right now? I could just, I could just see the whole game unfolding in my head, but my, my, my body wasn't capable of moving the way the game was unfolding. <laughs> it was so funny, man. I kept seeing these things and then when I went to do it, too late, already gone. <laughs> that gap was shut. <laughs> that pass had already been thrown. <laughs> the touch had already been made. I was like, fuck, and it's father time. And the last... Hey. Four or five days, my ankles have been so sore because my <laughs> ankles, back when I played, my ankles were used to stepping with yeah. you know, 84, 85 Agility. kilos on top of it. You know what I mean? <laughs> not 95, 7, 8, 98. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> cool FM. I'm not a three-figure <laughs> weight yet. I'm, I'm getting close though. That's why hence having to take up some touch footy. But oh, the ankles and, and the Achilles and the knees have just been like, wow, that was a bit of a shock to the system. Hey. All you need is one foot to be in the wrong spot. Oh, forget it. You're yeah. going down fast. Like your knees, your yeah, hundred percent. And and we're not playing like it's it's mixed, mixed fucking touch footy in Innisfail. It's so what? How many white followers with black followers? How many? Uh, <laughs> what oh, no, what do you mean? Oh, there's, there's a, a couple of male and boys. female. Oh, oh. yeah, yeah <laughs> back to the race again. Fucking <laughs> racist. <laughs> No, it was like it's it's a great little comp, but it's very much just a country comp. I, I guarantee, if if you were to take that caliber of touch footy into Brisbane, it'd probably be like D grade, <laughs> mixed D grade. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. the speed wasn't that outstanding, but I haven't played footy any type of footy in five years, six years, <laughs> something a long time. And the last time I did, I pulled my hammy in ten minutes. So I was like, yeah, this is not for me anymore. <laughs> But as you get older, you start to get that little bit heavier and that little bit slower. And, and we talked about it on here before too. Mm. When you think about it, when was the last time you sprinted? I haven't. That's what I mean. <laughs> it is one of those things that you really um, – I can't remember who it oh, was. The I did yesterday key. actually. Where? You're full fuck, of shit. No, I did. When? And I was slow as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a fast job. Oh, I had to sprint up a hill because I put, put my ball back in mm. and I have um, – New pressure tanks and all this had to get it running, but I I had the pre- I turned the pump on. It's in a different spot, so it's like thirty meters away. Okay, up a hill, but then I have to go back down to where the bore is and check the psi, what pressure is that? Okay, all right, yeah, I get you. And I I didn't know if it was like um the cut if it was on automatic or manual. And if you go manual, it can just blow everything. It can blow up. everything up. So yeah, 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 I'm right. like. I don't know which way it is. I just turned it <laughs> and then it's gone up to like 80 PSI and I'm like, fuck. And so you I just, start, just started sprinting at the thing and I was like, it felt like 20 minutes to go 20 metres. That's what I mean. Because <laughs> we don't do it anymore, do we? You know, and I got there and then it cut out before I got there. Oh, like, oh shit. So yeah. It was right where it's supposed to be. <laughs> God damn it. Because <laughs> these sports kinesiologist I was listening to on a podcast, he was talking about sprinting and, and the fact that we don't do it anymore. Mm. And... It, they reckon sprinting is only second to ice baths for burning up those shit old proteins that you've yeah. got floating around in your system. But we don't do it anymore. Yeah. You know, and I've started doing it over the last six weeks because my young fella's getting right into his athletics and touch footy and that sort of stuff. So we have been sprinting probably two or three times a week mm. um, on top of the touch footy as well. But it 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 hurts. Like it, it hurts. You can feel everything afterwards. Yeah. Like you feel your hammies, you can feel mm. your Achilles. They've just been elongated in a way that they haven't in a long time. Yeah. And it, 
our age, you probably have to stretch for 20 before. Oh, I, and I have. And, and everyone was laughing at me too. Like, because oh, there I am doing some <laughs> ballistic stretching, a bit of static stretching, so, like getting warm, doing some sk- A skips and pogos and shit like that to actually get warm. Do, you're just and doing it, what all the NRL players do before oh, kickoff. Absolutely. Yeah, brother. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Had the missus rubbing me down and all that sort of thing. That's another story, though. We're Hold actually up. not allowed back within the school grounds now after that, but that's another story. Um, <laughs> But it was it was it's been good to get out there and I'm, look I'm not gonna go you know toot my own horn but still scored what four tries and set up three toot toot yeah but against, beep, beep, against motherfucker, two beep, fucking beep. retards yeah yeah <laughs> and and three ladies but I don't care I'll take it I don't give a fuck yeah. no but did they identify as touch players or <laughs> I don't know <laughs> you don't ask those sorts of questions these days do you <laughs> it's mixed that's all you need to know that's all you need to know. Hey, I, uh, you so age in a second. What 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 things have you gotten as you're getting older? What are the things you're noticing? Knees, 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 and ankles, and getting up of a morning. Yeah, it's very yeah, getting hard up in the morning right is now. Hard, eh? And the funny thing is, you got. I'm 45 now, but I reckon up until like two years ago, it was pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. Within the last two years, it's gone to yeah, fucking I'd agree. shit. I'd agree. And I reckon when your sight goes, everything else goes. Oh, I, I was fucked at 18 then. <laughs> <laughs> it was all downhill from there. <laughs> but you know how people say, oh, you wait till you get 44, 43, 44, your, your nearsightedness goes? Yeah, okay. And that's what happened and then all everything else seemed to go with it. My, my farsightedness is gone, my nearsightedness <laughs> is gone, so I've got nothing else to look forward to. The back, the back doesn't work. Knees hurt. Dick don't work no more. It's just, it just, it's yeah. one thing after another. You get a strapadictomy. Strapadictomy. <laughs> Strap on dick inside me. I block your ears over there. Um, yeah, it's just, it's one of those things that just creeps up on you, and everyone says it's post forty, and they're not wrong. Because mm. I, I feel like I've, I've, I feel like, yeah, three, four years ago, we were doing all right. Yeah. Things, Big time. Things weren't this hard. Do you know I what I mean? When I started jiu-jitsu, I was rolling like a fucking champion. Now yeah. I'm rolling like a, I've been smoking champion ruby. That's yeah. about it. But you do notice, like you said with the warm-up, you, you do notice that mm. it's, it's it's a solid 20, half an hour yeah. now before you feel loose, yeah. before you feel nimble and relaxed. Well, and usually everyone's walking out the door. I'm like, where he's going? I'm fucking ready to yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> I can touch my toes. Come back. Come back. Uh, have a look at this, everyone. I just touched my toes. And another thing too, another thing, you've got it as much as I have, the grey hair. When did you start going grey? It was early. It's a family was curse. It? I reckon oh, it'll probably it? 33. Yeah, okay. I reckon I was starting to get the little the little flecks of grey around the, the early 30s too. Mm. You know, Have you got baldness in your family? No. Yeah, no, neither have we. I think I'll keep my head, yeah. my hair. They reckon if you be go grey before you go bald, you'll keep your hair. But true. Hmm. It's a fact. Pub ammo. Fuck, Pub keep ammo. that one. Lock that one in. Lock that one in. <laughs> yeah, it just, you know. But what, would you rather be grey or bald? Look, I'll be honest with you. Oh, this is the longest I've had hair in the last, like, almost two decades. Like, I've always kept my hair. You remember when we first met, my hair was always fucking just shaved short, like no blade on the clippers, as short as it could go and just get rid of it. But we were in that stripping nightclub and all I seen was the other hair. Yeah, well, baby oil also helped too. <laughs> Um, so I, I don't, th- I, I don't think I'm going to keep hair for too much longer. It just gives me the shits. It's mm. just, you got to do stuff with it. And I've got shit air. Yeah. You, and I plus the head too. Real, oh, well, that doesn't fucking yeah. help. When you got a shit air on top of a shit head, <laughs> 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 that's 
there's not much hope. So the hair may as well go and you have a little bit easier time. You know what I mean? But I've got this shit like pubic Polynesian hair that just has a mind of its own. And it just – my hair – I've grown my hair out to some extreme lengths. Like I used to have dreadlocks and everything. But it doesn't fall. My hair just goes up. And not like one of them cool afros that don't – like the Negro boys over in the States have. It's not like that. No. It's just like some shit fro, straggly shit fro. <laughs> it just, just they can't. Same with a beard. If I grow a beard, I don't get like the nice, you know, blokes get those nice beards that fall and they, they have nice shape and moisture. Mine's just like all these tight little curls, mm. and it, I just look like the Taliban. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, is it? I grow, and everyone's like, "Oh, you look like they." My fucking nickname around town was Osama bin Farmer. <laughs> That's what they call me when I go to the fucking watershed in town. Shout out the watershed, you cunts. Osama bin Farman. I oh, still go there so now, good. they call me Osama. I was really? like, cunt, I don't even have a fucking beard. That's <laughs> so good. I love that one. Osama <laughs> bin because Farman. I think it's because I don't, I can't, like, if you grow a beard, you have to grow it up to, like, your cheek, just below your cheeks. Your hair has to, like, when you do a, have a beard, it has yeah. to go just below your cheeks. Oh, yeah, I know what you mean. No, no, on your face. On your face. <laughs> I was reaching for my date. <laughs> yeah, so just blow your cheeks and that and go straight across. Mine is like down around behind your jowls. Yours yeah. is more like your jowls. And then that's what um, Indians and Asamas look like. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And I was the and same. I've got the same sort of setup. Yeah, my missus hassled me so to grow I, a beard. I could grow it back. and I could go over there and fucking be an infidel. No one would even notice. No one would even know. We could go over there in blue with the Israelis too. Yeah. I'm down. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I grew one a while back. My, my missus asked me to grow one and it was horrific. It just, she was like, oh, it'll start to get better. I'm sure it'll fall. And she was like putting moisturizer in it, like that conditioner, hair condition, leave-in conditioner and shit and giving it a brush every now and then. And like the conditioner would work for about 15 minutes and then it would just like curl its way back up my face again. <laughs> <laughs> put up with it for about six She's months like, and she did, was like, did you yeah, get a, just get rid of it. Did you go to the work in the back of a ute? <laughs> yeah, pretty much, in the back of a Toyota. <laughs> it, was a, it was atrocious. So I can't do that and I reckon I will. I reckon I'll go bald just out of comfort and ease. But you're not baldy, are you? No, I won't go bald. No, yeah, the hair bald. No, be my choice, shave it bald. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never gone big bald though, like as mm. in take a big to it and just shave it skin bald. Oh, I, I had a funny one me. Brother-in-law, we went down to watch, I think, Carnival. Have you heard of that band, Carnival? With you a know, double O-L on the end uh, of it? Carnival? It starts with K. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who you mean. Yep. Um, the singer, that's a Bird is, Birds of Tokyo singer. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. And um, they're actually a heavier version of, of Birds, Birds of Tokyo. Tokyo. Yeah, okay. And um, we went and watched them and I went with one of his mates and I was pissed before I met him. Yeah. And then on the way there he goes, oh, this is my mate, um, well, let's say John because I can't remember his fucking name. Yeah, cool, John. But we call um all around the, the office, we call him Devin because he's got the fucking bald spot on his <laughs> head. So they call him Devin Head. But no one's actually ever called it to him. They just like, yeah. He say it behind his back. Yeah, behind <laughs> his back. Here comes Devin and all this sort of shit. So me that night, pissed, don't remember his name, so I called him Devin all night. <laughs> John. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I mean, brother's just, brother-in-law's just like hit me going like, fuck Shut up. Shut the fuck up. Did he catch on to it? Yeah, he's just like, Because oh, Devin yeah. is a name. Devin's yeah. a name. So he's like, oh, he just got my name wrong. <laughs> Stupid fucking farmer. <laughs> Jokes on you, Osama. <laughs> but, yeah, like, because when you go to, like, concerts and when you go, because they live in North Sydney, you got to get on a fucking boat 
than a taxi and a bus just to get to these places. Yeah, yeah, to where the so events are being held. A it's a mission. Hike. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it takes you two hours to get there. <laughs> yeah. But what about gigs now? Like we talk about gigs a fair bit and that's all. As you get old, do you reckon you could do a gig again? Like go to, go to a big festival? Do you reckon you're done with festivals or you reckon you could still hit a festival up? No. <laughs> I too many fuckwits. Too many people, eh? Too, yeah, yeah oh, and not even just fuckwits. Like I've never been real good with crowds at the best of time, which is weird considering I worked in clubs for so mm. long and that sort of stuff. But, oh, excuse me, um, I, I just don't like big crowds of people unless I'm being paid, no. Yeah. Well, put it this way, uh, my daughter, we bought pink tickets to go to Pink in Townsville. Oh, did you? And we sat her down the other night and said I'd, you, you're definitely keen, you want to go to Pink? And she's yep. like, I don't really like Pink, I like Taylor. And we're like, so would you like to go to Pink or not? And she's like, oh, not really. I said, good. Done, sell, out. Out, something <laughs> we sold them cunts. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? Where was later. Pink? Because Taylor's in, in, in Australia at the moment, isn't yeah, she? Yeah. Taylor Swift. Pink's, Pink, Pink is as well. She's doing stuff right now too. Oh, is she? Mm. Yeah, right, okay then. And then she's going to be at Townsville in a couple of weeks or a month or something. Yeah, 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 yeah righto. So there's one ticket left, anyone out there, if he's want one? Anyone out there want a ticket to the pink bit? <laughs> bit of pink bits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I couldn't do that. That's another thing. Like even, even like, stupidly loud music, like I don't mind, a, you know, out in a club and that sort of stuff, but it's it's just a short-run thing now. And, and I do – I think it's age. It just starts to, you know, the constant boof, boof, boof in your head. It's just like, oh, fuck, that's a bit much, isn't it? I got a message from a friend that's a pretty good guitarist and stuff, and he sent me a message last night. Hey, Brush, you're ready. You're keen to kick off another a band and, and we'll, we'll, we'll get stuck into it? <laughs> My answer, nah, Brush. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'd be, it'd be hard, wouldn't it? Hey? Yeah, and he goes, oh, and then we were like, you see what they're getting paid these days? And I'm like, so? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, and then I said, break it down. It's about two bucks an hour. The amount of practice, yeah, driving and all the away. bullshit. You're not you just going to pick up where you left off. Oh, and the other thing is. If you're going to travel, you have to travel. Then you got to yeah. you spend a day away from your family. And out of here, you are everything. going to travel. It's yeah. not like you're going to get gigs around the fail all no. the time. You know what I mean? You'll so, be in Cairns and Townsville and wherever else yeah. you can pick up so a gig. So break it all down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Time away from your family and yeah. your job. That's fucking. And that's it's all like it that costs. for the first twelve months. Once you get past that first twelve months, then okay, you're not rehearsing as much because you know you're set. You know yeah. you, you know your you know your, your band and that sort of stuff. So you can get away with it and still mm. sound. Okay. Yeah. But up until that point, yeah, you're putting in the hours. Yeah. You got to. Otherwise, you get on stage, you look like a fuckwit. Oh, and you also got to be up to date with all the latest songs that are out. Well, that's the other thing. Do your own oh, cover but of look, it I reckon, I reckon bands you can get away with playing classics a little oh, bit there's more. There's so many good classics. There's so too. many good classics now. Do you know what I mean? And I'm not just talking about the seventies and eighties and that sort of thing. Like, there's some real sick classics mm. from. You know, our our teenage years yeah. and all that sort of stuff coming through that all these bands are still playing today. And then there's all the cover versions of them yeah. too. I just reckon a, a heavy metal song turned back into an acoustic cover is one of the best songs. Yeah, for real. Yeah. And I reckon I actually don't mind some of the hip-hop songs that get turned into acoustic covers as mm. well or the R&B songs that get turned into yep. acoustic covers. Not the slow, like, you know, cut myself because my girlfriend left me once. <laughs> the, the upbeat kind of ones. One of the ones that I play a fair, used to play a fair bit was Sorry Miss Jackson. Yeah, Outcast. But play it. The Vines. You remember the band yeah, Vines? Yeah, I remember the Vines did a version of it. And they did it. like a real like yep. slow. Yep. Sorry, Mr. Outcast was all the rage there yeah. for it, wasn't it? See, showing our age. Talk about music. There's our fucking age. <laughs> Nirvana, Silverchair, Metallica. That's the all ones. All the good bands. Mm. 
I couldn't tell back when you, bands were fucking bands. Back when bands, back when bands had to work for their album. Yeah, Alice in Chains, Stone Temple Pilots. Yep, fucking uh, what's fucking Stone Sour? Heaps of other ones like oh, yeah. Counting Crows. You know, in excess. The, the list, even the Chili Peppers, when the Chili mm. Peppers first started out. But they were bands, like you just said then, they were bands that had to work for their albums. Yeah. They had to tour non-stop. Bands used to be on the road for nine or ten months of the year because there wasn't the internet just spoon-feeding their yeah. music out to everyone, was but there? also in saying that, they were the ones that were making money. Yeah, they were. Of course they were. Because That's why they were on tour. Everyone, all these young people these days that get signed up want to be famous. Mm. But there's no price in being famous if you don't sign the right deals. That's why they they sign these 360 deals. So um, Sony, whoever signs them up, says, "Hey, we'll fucking make you famous. We'll get you all these fucking listeners, and we'll sell a lot, so many things." But even down to the door, tickets you sell, the merch you sell, yeah, everything is all theirs, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Here's they, they give you a hundred grand for the year, and you're just you're just famous, but you're fucking broke. Speaking of deals, I heard this on online the other day. Did you ever watch that movie Hustle and Flow? That mm. Terence Howard was a rapper, and he made it big because he cut a song and blah 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 blah. That actor, he only got paid twelve grand for that movie, yeah, and he got no fucking royalties to it. You know <laughs> he got what? Hustled and flowed. He out of got it. hustled the fuck out of it. <laughs> he only got twelve grand for that movie because they told him he'd get royalties from the song because the song went big. But the song was someone else's. No, it was they they paid the song the royalties in the contract. It was written to his his uh, character's name, not his name. <laughs> no bullshit. You can look that up. They had all the royalties paid to his character's name, who Paramount owned or whoever the com- the company was that did the movie. They owned the rights to the character and they got paid all the fucking royalties and all he got from that movie was $12,000 and that's why the dude doesn't do movies anymore. Yeah. That was it. He fucked off out of movies and he just doesn't do them anymore. He does little bits, parts here and there and everywhere. Like fucking, that's he's he's actually, you know what he does now? Here's a trip, useless piece of fucking pub ammo. He lectures in universities on physics. <laughs> Apparently he's like a 154 IQ kind of guy. He's like sure, super, so super you smart. You might want to check your name out, bruh. Yeah, didn't see that one coming, <laughs> did you, hey? Smart enough to do algorithms but can't sign a contract right. Ha ha, joke's on you. <laughs> Want to see a funny one? I drove through town the other day, right yeah. near fucking Innisfile Hardware. On the For those roundabout. of you that don't know, town to drive through takes about 16 seconds <laughs> in one side, so out the other. I was doing 200. <laughs> <laughs> Took three seconds. So it went around a roundabout and I looked in the centre of roundabout. This dude's standing there, big black fella, and I'm like, Okay, what's his stand? And then looked again. He had a fucking dummy in his mouth, a baby's dummy. And he's just staring at me, looking at me like. <laughs> I've got to ask, was he, having a, was he having a flog too? Just out of curiosity. No. Morbid curiosity. No, he wasn't okay. Wasn't the same black guy. But, but he was staring at me like, what are you looking at? I'm like, can't. I'm not going to take my eyes off you because you look like a fuckhead. Do I was trying. I nearly pulled my phone out, and and if you said anything, I was like, I'm about to run you over if you don't get off the fucking road. Remember back in the day, I think it was that movie Friday or Friday After Next, and one of the characters. Oh no, well, I can't remember. It was one of them black movies from yeah. back in the day, and one of the characters had a don't dummy gin, in his don't mouth. Don't drink gin and juice in the hood while being a menace well, to yeah, society. Well, something like that. <laughs> Maybe it was that actually. It might have been that one, and that dude had a dummy in his mouth, and then there was this spate. Of about 
12 months where you'd see people out in tan and cans walking around with a dummy in there hanging that out the side of their mouth. That might have been boys in the hood, I think, or yeah, Society, one of those Yeah, two. one of those ones. Yeah. You're 100% right. But that, that, that takeoff that the Wayans brothers did. That was the best. But So what you need to do is watch Boys in, boys the, hood, in the Hood. Boys in the Hood or Menace to Society. Both I of them. think it might have been Menace to Society, yeah, eh? So, but watch them all. Boys yep. in the Hood, Menace to Society, and then watch Don't Drink the Gin and Juice in the Hood while Drink. Yeah, or <laughs> so, yeah we've got to look up what that one was by the Wayans brothers. It was such a good movie. And they did um, – remember there was those Scream movies? And then they I, I did Scary just, Movie. <laughs> they did yeah. Scary Movie and they had Officer Doofy <laughs> – <laughs> Leave me alone while I'm cleaning my room. Everyone at home has no idea what the fuck we're talking about right now. I'm sitting here just doing wank signals. His son's looking at me like I'm a fucking lunatic. <laughs> so I remember in that one they're like, you want to see a dead body? And they went around the corner and on the railway tracks, here's Elvis laying there. Laying there. <laughs> with these like pants down. <laughs> now we're showing our age in a second. That's in a second movie, that is. <laughs> Uh, what's going on boat-wise? I saw your boat out in the thing. We, uh, we we finally got it back. We went for a trip today. We went for a trip today. We got the mythical beast on the trailer, <laughs> minus an engine. <laughs> it towed very differently. It towed easily, didn't it? Eh? It, was, it was about, what, three quarters of a ton shy. Yeah, but it, it was just a little bit like when you haven't towed a boat for a while and its weight's in a different position and you don't know if the axles and the bearings are going to be good because you haven't driven it for that long. You're like, yeah, yeah, way home, I'm just like, left, mirror, right, mirror. No smoke, left, mirror, right, mirror. No but it's smoke. not like it's been doing any kilometres <laughs> in that time. Anything, but no, you just don't just if, there, if yeah, stuff right. just seizes up or yeah, gets yeah, yeah. a bit of rust Especially on Especially in what. North Queensland and yeah. the rain and that sort of thing, <laughs> eh? Yeah. So, yeah, so we, we drove that home to Savi and... Gave, I gave it a bath this afternoon. Oh, did you? Of, yeah, gave it a Got gurney. one anyway. It fucking rained. Dig it. Oh, a gurney bath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we're going to um, – I've got to cut the cons- the helm out and the all dash that. out, don't dash, you? Dash, yeah. And, yep. and make and a, a new, new dash. Yeah, so I got went to BME Cairns and they gave me some five or six mil fucking – It's thick. <laughs> and because I, 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 I said, I've got three mil at home. They're like, oh, you need at least four. Went out the back. Come out with six mil, I think. It's fucking thick. <laughs> That's right. He's right, though. You know, it's, it's got to have a bit of strength about it. You don't yeah. want to move it anywhere or anything like that. Put it in, do it once, mm. and forget about it. Be nice and strong. So the dash will go in. You're not going to cut anything out of the dash, though, are you? Let, let, uh, when the installation goes in, they'll cut all the holes for gauges and all that sort of shit, eh? Well, there's no gauges. Oh, is it just the one console now, is it? So like it's, a little digital console? It'll be – the dash will be the two screens and the one seven-inch console and there's no no gauges That's at it. all. That's all it is yeah, now, is it? That comes with the Volvo. They're all going that way now, aren't they? It's just like a screen that you tap on. Yeah, like a of. digital upload. Mm. Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And I reckon you could probably even just not have that and it'll go through your Garmin or whatever anyway. Usually they, they go oh, through yeah. the NEMA cable or something. Yeah. You, but you should be able to have that as well as putting mm. it through the Garmin as well. Yeah. You'd be able to double it up. Well, it's the same as my GPS. I've got a little screen there for it, but it also runs through your screens anyway. Yeah. Uh, Look, you're better off in those types of things, aren't you? You're better off doubling it up Mm. just in case one shits itself. (laughs) And that happens. We know it happens. We know it happens. Yeah, I know, 100%. Well, I I got out earlier in the week. I went out with uh, Plank from from Sto- the Stalk Outdoors Stork podcast. Stalk Outdoors podcast. Have a listen. And another another mutual mate of ours, Walesy. We went out for for a dive. Old New South. We, we in New South Walesy. <laughs> um, we probably travelled a bit further than we you and I would normally travel. It was a bit of a hike. I got to admit. 
Um, oh, did you get a uh, what do you call it? Hinchinbrook Island? You nearly, hiking. nearly, nearly. I think we turned left at Townsville and then darted out towards Fiji <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> so went to a new reef that I've not dived before, and it was pretty good actually. And again, coming back to that inner second footy, it was a bit of inner second diving because we've gotten very relaxed in our diving. We don't really work hard anymore. Do you know what I mean? When you know the reef and you know the yeah, depth, yeah, just, yeah, and you, you get a depth that you're comfortable to work at, and you mm. do it all day long and not really a stress. And, um, yeah, these boys were probably diving a bit deeper than we normally do. They were getting down the, you know, 15 to 30. You know, I was hanging around the 12-metre mark and that was enough for me. Um, but it was – it was the viz was pretty ordinary. And, like, in some spots, say anything over 12 metres, you couldn't even see the bombing. Yeah. So, you know, you and I, we're normally looking from the surface. The yeah. viz is good and you can see – what it is oh, before you we'll, even we'll dive go, 90% we'll go shopping of the time. for clean water. Yeah, that's right. You will. So you will. And we did too. We, we did have a bit of a shop around and in the end we found some, but it was a new reef. I've never been there before. Good reef though. Mm. Real good reef. Like big expanses of sand and then you just get these isolated lumps just popping up out of nowhere. Yeah. And, and just about every single one of them had a great big bait ball sitting over the top of it. A heap of fish gathered around. So we got some real good trout. Got some uh, purple cod. Got some good purple cod actually. And um, about half a dozen tuskies as well. Yep. They're all good tuskies, like 50 centimetre fish, and one red emperor. So it was a real mixed bag. And we were just talking about it the other week, about going out and trying new things. and yeah. doing It's not, not necessarily trying new things. It's just getting out of the comfort zone and doing not what you, you normally do. So it was good to go out with guys that are just doing different things. Yeah, and that's the thing. We got There's a couple more. Like We got our reads we know we can go and just do well on. So yeah. When you go to find a new one, just in your head, if it's not as good as where you are, you're like, fuck, we should have just went there. Yeah, a little <laughs> bit. And, but you always get that, isn't it? It's that yeah. FOMO. It's fear yeah. of missing out, isn't it? Big you time. know? Um, but it was so, so, yeah, Plank, thank you. I, I re- thoroughly enjoyed the day out and it probably got me out of that comfort zone a little bit that you get in when you're in the water. Not that you want to get too far out your comfort zone. That's called a samba. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no one wants to go there. <laughs> I actually had a. Uh, Conversation with Cody about plank, and mm. um, he said, in the past, he's he moved up here a few years ago, and he's he's coming he up here that- to learn a new area and stuff, learn a new reason. He said when he first rocked up, he was just like an average dog, but in the past year or so, he's just gone like tripled his bottom time, tripled yeah, he, his he depth. Can, yeah, he's, he's got really good, really quick. Even though I, I, I've, I've, it was the first time I met the bloke, and it was through you, so appreciate it. It's always good to meet fellow divers in the diving community and that sort of thing. Strikes me as the type of fellow that is a bit of a perfectionist. Yeah. Like if he's going to pick something up, he's going to do it and he's going to do it very well. Mm. And I like people like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just just it's that we talk about it a bit. It's, that, it's what we're not. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> but it's that it's that almost that um, Eastern mentality towards a task. Mm. If you're going to take a task on, become good at it. Yeah. Put the time in, the effort in and that sort of thing and, and become good at it. Mm. You know, I, I remember going back into my 20s when I, I first well, – I started spearing when I was in my teens, but in my late teens, early 20s when I was working at the reef and in the water every day and free diving every day. And you, but back then you also throw co- caution to the wind. Yeah. And you and I probably don't throw caution to the wind too Not often. anymore. Not anymore. No. And once you hit over 25, once you have kids I reckon. Yeah, I, big time, mm. big time. You know, like oh, kids to come home to and that sort of stuff. Even when the kids are in the water and out on the reef with us, yeah. there's that added level of anxiety <laughs> when they're in the water, you know. You're always looking for them, not fish. Absolutely you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, last time we went out, I took my young fellow. I spent two hours looking at him instead of a fucking fish. 
<laughs> it didn't go well. But it was good to get out and just try a different spot. Good reef. Good reef. Like I said, yeah. it's about 70 Ks yep. from, um, from, from Marillion Harbour, which is a bit of a hike. Mm. But it was well worth the trip. Yeah, like I said, I've got a reef out here that we can try that'll be the same as that reef. Mm. Yeah, I think we should because mm. we've just gotten probably a little bit too into our yeah. comfort zones. Oh, We're not that is, old yet, are we? It, we've, are we in a second diving or what? <laughs> <laughs> We're the, not in a second diving yet. The <laughs> reef we dive, we still haven't done it all. Like, oh, no, God, we're no. only learning the reef we dive. Yeah, thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. And even absolutely. though we don't dive the same rocks, we don't do anything because we don't we have don't even mark most of the rocks. No, there. no, no, we really don't. Mm. And and there's probably three or four other reefs in that area that we've gotten to know pretty well. Yeah, I know I certainly have, and and you have as well. But there's other ones that we're there that are right on our doorstep, and we just probably don't. Every reef on the Great Barrier Reef holds good fish. Mm. And the, I'll, the, I'll adhere to that every day of the week. And I've seen a lot of reef. I haven't seen the whole Great Barrier Reef, not even close. But between, say, Townsville and Cooktown, I've seen a lot. And every reef has good fish. It just every reef has nuances. Yeah. And there's two reefs in Innisfar, off Innisfar that are known as diving reefs. The yeah, rest, okay. everyone else is like, oh, what are you doing diving there sort of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So but again, like I said, every, fi- every reef has fish. Just whether you want to take the time and the effort to work them out. Mm. Work the tides out, work the runs out, work the channels out, all that sort of stuff. Where the pressure points are going to be at what times of the day and all that sort of stuff. The fish will be there. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not often that the reefs are that flogged out, except maybe if you're, you're talking straight out of a major centre. Like, you know, Cairns. Cairns has got a bit of pressure on it. I'm not going to say Cairns is flogged because it's certainly not. There's still plenty of blokes that go out of Cairns and get I think Cairns has fish. got a lot of green zones, that's all. That's well, it's got the green the zones, are. which reduces the amount of area that people can actually go mm. to. And force and, everyone and, to go and to and That's right, and there's 200,000 people up there now. Not not that all of them have boats or hit the reef, but even if there's only 5% mm. that, that do, and I think 5% is probably a fair call. Yeah. Um, it's just it's just pressure, that's all. Yeah. Yeah. We're lucky here, there's probably not as much pressure. Well, I find lately, like happened the other day, the Cairns people come down to Innisfail. Like there's a lot of Cairns people come to Innisfail to go. Yeah, and I've said it before. I've said it before. If, if I had known growing up, like when I was, you know, young and single and, and spearing every possible chance I got, if I had known it was this good down this way, I would have been coming down here 20 years ago. Yeah, where, where are we? Ingham. Ingham, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, somewhere around air. <laughs> Try there. I'll, You've just killed all our reeves. You know how many people yeah, listen to this podcast? Yeah, yeah, thousands. Oh, thousands. thousands. Hundreds of thousands. Mm. So it was good. We, we, we got a nice solid esky. There was some real good fish in that esky. It was fun. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. And then topped it off last night and smashed a good barrow behind my house. I was <laughs> feeling up with that. Then you caught one too. And then I caught one. Yeah. <laughs> Missed him about three times. I went through three <laughs> live baits before I got the bastard. <laughs> so I was pretty happy with that. I'll put that up on the Insta. You probably first one for the year. Yep. First one for the year. But I noticed we were in that we went 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 into one of the spear shops up in uh Cairns. What's it called? Spear and dive? Spear and Spear and Fish? Fish and Spear. Oh, we're talking about a fair bit on here. Yeah, spear I know. and tackle. I spear guess. and tackle and yeah. spear and tackle. That's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Old Pete. Old Pete on Old Muller Street. Go and check him out. He's got some real good gear in there. Fuck, wasn't that Osprey gun nice? Mm. The big fella. The big one. Yeah. The big blue water one. Oh. <laughs> If I did enough blue water, I'll tell you what. Two and a half grand, it's yours, everyone. Yeah, that's right. Two and and, and if, if you're into your blue water hunting and that sort of stuff mm. and, and you're real serious spear fishing, it's certainly not a reef gun in any way, shape or oh, form. You but, can shoot a trout from here to Sydney. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> you could. 
and probably blow it in half at the same time <laughs> because it, it was a really oh, beautifully made gun. Mm. A lot of weight in it though. Yeah, it's a big Far gun. Far out. It's huge that thing. He, he was explaining if you've got a lot of weight, it gets rid of the recoil. Gets rid of the recoil. Yeah, makes sense. Mm. It just depends how they sit in the water. That's the other thing. Yeah, like, yeah a, a big gun like that, that's a lot to swing through the water. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. If it's heavy, it's still yep. got weight to and swing And absolutely, Bill, like one of the nicest blue water guns I've ever seen. Mm. It really was a, a bit of an art work of art, I'd say. Yeah. And we're not sponsored by these. No, 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 not, not in any way, shape or form. Um, we, we, we talk up a lot of gear on here that mm. we, we like and dislike and that sort of stuff and give it an on, honest opinion on it. But that was a really nice piece of kit. It really was. I was I was quite impressed with that gun. Yeah. So, but two and a half grand for something I'd probably use once a year, if that. <laughs> and then I'd probably get the shits with it anyway and just use the rifle because it's always been good to me. You know what I mean? You get comfortable <laughs> with something and you, that's all you want to use. Yeah. You know, I fucked you, up a bit today. What'd you do? I bought a suit that's going to oh, fit me. No, it's going to suit me through summer. <laughs> yeah, well, I thought you knew that. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't fuck up, but. I'm just sick of going the reef with the one I'm wearing because it's hot and it's a little bit floaty. I've got to put a too. I've got to put too much weight on. Yeah, but get to the bottom over the next couple of months, that's what you're going to need because it's going to get cold. Yeah, but this the suit I bought is the summer one. <laughs> oh, is it? fuck! <laughs> <laughs> so I'll be wearing my fucking old one through winter. It's through winter. <laughs> With your extra weight. I'll just Not hold that it we up. have much of a winner. Here we are whinging about winter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, I bought an extra large one, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? I didn't want to try one on. I was a little bit embarrassed. I was like, man. Nah, no. It's like, how do I look at this? Yeah. I'll go and I'll Where, go. And what s- happened to your crutch? It's just disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm up for a new wetsuit shortly, too. Because that one's just, that's seen better days. There's water getting in where water shouldn't be getting in. It's funny, you, you grab one off and say, that's the cunt you wear already. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. Like I should I should try something different. Like, I tried something different this week with my um, rubbers. I, I went to buy some rubber and they didn't have the 16 mil rubber that I wanted. So the guy in the shop was like, oh, a lot of people are using 14 mil now. And, and they are. I see it on on, on screen. on Cody. Socials. Fucking Cody. Fucking Cody. Tell him to fuck off. We're busy. <laughs> fuck off, Cody. <laughs> Jesus. And um, so I switched to 14 mil from 16 twin on, on the rife and it was good. It was different. Obviously not as much recoil and it seemed to be, the shaft seemed to be coming out exactly the same speed and I don't think I lost any speed out of it. I don't think I'll do it again. Yeah. I just feel like they were just, I could have probably cut them, I think on the on the Adreno side it said for rifes you're supposed to cut them at 70, 70 centimetres, 700 mil, which I did. I probably reckon I could have cut it at 680. You could probably still cut one any. Oh, I could. I could cut it out and, yeah, just chop the bridle off one side and retie it. It's no drama at all. They're so easy. Well, I spoke to you about this on yeah. the phone. Loading. Man, fucking hell. <laughs> I'll tell you what, like the amount of money that they charge for pre-made rubbers <laughs> and next time I throw one together, I'll do a bit of a clip and chuck it up on the Insta because any of you out there that spear, if you're not making your own rubbers, I'll tell you what, it's a piece of piss. And you're getting fucking ripped. And, and you know, you, you can buy rubber by the metre out of Adreno or, or most of the stores for around about the 35 to $45 mark mm. depending on the thickness and the, the brand and, and all that sort of stuff. And don't buy fucking pink, green. Or rubber band colour. Yeah, I reckon just the blue or the red's pretty good. Yeah. Blue. Oh, I think red's a bit shit too. Well, the red one. Ah, uh, no, the pink. Yeah, pink. 
Yeah, the red's mm-hmm. not too bad. That's yep. the one I got now by Rob Allen. Oh well, that's shit. Then. And the blue, the blue Rob Allen, I reckon, is one of the better ones. I got the black Cressy. But then apparently they're all the same fucking rubber, aren't they? Yeah, they? but I th- I think even because on on my farm, yeah. banana bags, yeah. different colours have a different UV potential. They they'll break. Oh up yeah, just on colour alone. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotcha. I gotcha. That makes so, sense. Like even your shirt. See your black shirt you're wearing? Yeah. If it was a white or a different a yellow, yeah. it'll fade and go to shit and be a, and yeah, that's it'll right. go to shit yeah. quicker than yeah. a black shirt. And does. it won't absorb as heat heat as much. It mm. won't do this as much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Colour does make it make a bloody difference, I suppose. Um, but if you've never tried making, there's plenty of clips on YouTube. It's not hard to fucking do. The tools you need are so minimal. A yeah. little bit of lube. <laughs> And I was away you go. Pete the other day, he's got a little little thing. He pushes the yeah, a little T bar plunger yeah. that you just that you just push it in. Squirt a little bit of canola oil on mm. the end of it, and it goes straight in. Yeah, a little bit of um, Dyneema to tie it up with. And, and all it comes like, down is to a little. You got a little anchor point. You you'll pull off, and you'll just have yeah, it, and you just pull, and then you do your half hitch and pull, and then you'll tie it again. Yeah, and do you a half just hitch and I pull. just use a fucking set of needle nose pliers. Mm. You just twist it around the end of your needle nose pliers and you just grab and put and more than enough tension on it. You don't have to put massive amounts of tension. And you just use a constrictor knot because the knot will bite down on itself yeah. and then it won't come undone. Cut the ends, burn them and squash them down so they're nice and neat and done. Like it literally, to make a rubber, is, is it's, it's a two-minute job. Yeah. It really is. But so many of us don't do it. Instead, we go out and pay 60 bucks. Yeah, I did. For a pre-made rubber or, or sometimes <laughs> more. When realistically, if you went out and bought a – 10 meter roll of of rubber yeah okay that that's probably going to cost you you know 300 bucks 350 bucks mm. but out of that 10 meter roll you're probably going to make 20 rubbers yeah and like i went because i find divers world and spear and tackle do different rubbers as well yeah in length yeah because spear and tackle like to use a longer bridle with for the roller guns yeah so they'll have like a oh, th- 300 mil just bridle that wraps around the bottom of your gun and goes up the other side, and so it's shorter rubber. Ah, oh, okay. Where whereas divers, divers world have the rubber to put goes long, more rubber all the rubber all the way down yeah, to yeah, the yeah, right base down to of the, the gun. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yep. so they're actually you're buying more rubber. Yeah, and I don't know. I'm just, I just don't know which one's better. But because you think more rubber should have more, you'd think so. Yeah. You'd think so. But and yeah, I, we, the, I also spoke to you about um, your fourteen mil rubbers. They lose, they what, lose what their power over time. So, so the longer they stay stretched so under tension. Can, yeah, so if you can spear without loading your gun, yep. you'll have more potential in your… More potential, kinetic energy, more yeah. kinetic energy inside your rubber. Yeah. But if you're swimming around with your rubber loaded, loaded all the time… And it goes off like minutes. The longer you have it loaded while you're swimming around, the less potential energy it has. There you go. Mm. But then as soon as it fires, then it comes back to it'll... Back to where it was. Yeah, it'll keep yeah, its yeah, yeah. energy. Yeah, I didn't mind the 14. It's so much easier to load than the 16s. Don't yeah. get me wrong, my 16s that I made last time, I, I did cut them a centimetre or two shorter. Mm. So once they were loaded, they were fucking loaded. But uh, that's what I've noticed. You fucking, you have a, a, a really tight gun and you see a fish on the bottom... It takes you another three minutes to get your breath back after I know, your gun. That's the catch, isn't it? You know what I mean? That's why I don't wait. And also too, especially with things like your pelagics and your job fish and all that sort of stuff, like if when they come into sight, often yeah, you've only, only got five seconds. Yeah, five to ten <laughs> seconds to dive, hopefully get their attention and they might come your way as, as opposed to shooting it, you mm. know, chasing them. 
But most of the time, you, you never even got time to load your gun. No. I don't think you have. I'm just going to swim around with it loaded. Yeah. Safety on, obviously. Who has a safety don't put on? A, <laughs> and don't put a loaded <laughs> gun in the boat. <laughs> Jesus H. Christ. Unload the bastard. I, I had a thing on my gun the other day. I had a really nice trout lined up, everything. And because I got three different guns, there's three different type of safeties. I've got the rife that has a safety, a, a silver yep. latch on the side. Then yep. you've got your Rob Allens where you, you pull it back towards you. Oh, okay. And that's that means it's safety's yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. Yep. But then I've got this Dorado from Divers World that yep. you got it's got a thing that pushes left and right. Oh yeah, my my um Rabbitex's like that. And they're fucking shit. Yeah, because you, you never you never remember which side is which. Oh, I've I've actually put nail polish on it, so when oh, you see you? it, red is dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you lay it in the boat and lay it down, it pushes push that through. pushes it back up. Mm. If it depends which way you lay it. Yep. And so I laid it down and then I had a trout like I was only holding it 200 mil off its head and then I'm trying to fire and then I realised and so then I'm trying to use one finger just because I'm holding on to the reef with the other hand and I'm just trying to push it across with my thumb. Couldn't do just it. Being still, and my thumb wasn't strong enough to push it across. <laughs> wasn't strong enough and wasn't long enough. And so then Story I, of our life. Then I, then I reached across. By the time I reached across with this hand, it seen the movement of that hand yeah. and then it pissed off. Yeah, I've got a rabbit tech at home that's the same and I, I don't use it anymore. And you know, it's one run brand I've never owned is Rob Allen. Mm. And they're so popular. They've been yeah. around for such a long time and they do make a really, really good gun. But just yeah. through circumstance, I've just never never bought one. I, I probably, I'd say if someone if someone said recommend a gun, that's not that's going to be hardy and not fuck up, Rob Allen. Yeah, see, I recommend them to everyone, yet mm. I've not had them only yeah. because of – Word of mouth and research and, and reading and, and diving with other people and that sort mm. of stuff. I don't know anyone that's had a bad experience with a Rob Allen gun. No. They've always been built so fucking well. No, I've got two. Yeah. Yeah, yep. two Rob Allens. And, and I think it was Planky that was telling me about, you know, Rob Allen. He, he was saying that he, he makes no money on guns because they don't fuck up. Mm. And I think a lot of the spear companies are probably the same. It's all, yeah. the, it's all the sundries, your rubber, yeah. your shooting line. Your, your bridles, your fucking all the add-on bits and pieces that yeah. you need to replace. Because realistically, like like we were talking about the other week, my rifle's seven, eight years old now, I think, thereabouts, mm. and I've never done anything with it. You watch uh, the Back to Basics boys. Yep. They're shooting with shitty old Rob Allens every, and half shitty rubbers. Yep. They don't care. Because mm. they just <laughs> keep working, don't they? And the thing is they know how to bring a fish close. So you don't yeah. need anything strong or special. Yeah, They're yeah, shooting yeah. fucking um, Mac, what do you call it, fucking dog tooth tuners. Yeah, well, that's right. That one that With Strick a fucking did, that one like, roller yeah, fucking exactly. gun. I know, that's exactly right. And it's only it? a 110 or something. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing with the rollers now, isn't it? They're just producing so much more power that you can pump mm. bigger fish. You know? But if you look at the guns they're using, they're rusted and fucked. And <laughs> but that's it. They just keep going. Keep that, working, yeah. that little black Esclopez gun that I've started my kids on, man, like I said to you, I bought that when I was 17 or 18 years old. Yep. And that was back when rail guns were first becoming a thing. Mm. Like people were first cottoning on to, to, to using guns like that. And it, I, st- I used it the other day and it still shoots so fucking straight. Yeah. It just does. It just doesn't miss that gun. And I've let I've let plenty of people try it. And people are like, oh, I've never even heard of this brand. Nestlip has used to be quite a big brand. They're probably more of a free diving brand than they are a spearfishing brand now. Um, and it still shoots straight. Mm. And I've never done anything to it. Have you noticed the difference between a roller and a rubber, how they fire? I've never used a roller. 
Yeah, I know. I've shot yours a couple of times, but I've never used a roller long enough to get a, a genuine opinion on it. You know so what I mean? I'd be I, talking shit out my ass. I noticed a, a <clears throat> rubber gun will fire quickly straight off the bat. Yeah. Where a roller sort of fires and then gets quicker as it goes yeah, through okay. the water. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. And that's how I felt with the fourteen mil rubbers mm. on the weekend. I felt like it was it 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 wasn't super quick off the trigger. Yeah. It just but by the time it came out the end, then it was really moving. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that would make That's per- what rollers feel like. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yep. Yep. I could see how that'd work. Because the stretch is all the way under yeah. the under the muzzle and stuff. Plus they've got to roll over those rollers <coughs> and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Was that big blue water gun we look at? Was that a roller? Yeah, it was, wasn't double it? roller, yeah. Yeah, right. Yep. Yeah, they're all they seem to be all the rage now, aren't they? Mm. I should use one. I might borrow one of yours next time we're out and have a crack with it. They'll put two new rubbers on the other day. Oh, Thanks fuck, to Peter Spear one. and Tackle. Give me that one. Give me that one. You mean fuck, give me no discount, Pete, you cunt. <laughs> <laughs> he saw your big truck out the he front. He seen me coming. He saw your big truck out the front. <laughs> he was on you. <laughs> oh, so uh, at the farm the other day, we um I was telling you today, me we Got a scrap trailer, and the thing on farms, banana farms, if you can't get rid of your scraps, you pretty much can't pack bananas because you can't get rid of the scraps out of your shed. So it's just going to pile, pile up. And up. Be a okay, all right, mess. I got you. Yeah, so yeah. you need to actually be able to get rid of your scraps, and yeah. and if your scrap trailer breaks down, you're fucked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so my um, sister-in-law rang me up. She's like, "I'm out the back in the middle of the fucking pile. The wheel fell off the fucking like bearing just collapsed. This big." Tipping scrap trailer just in the middle of the stinking shit. <laughs> it's like the smell of it. Gumboots on. Well, put it this way. <laughs> I went into town to get some bearings mm. and I'm at the front talking to the fellow who runs the shop and he goes, you smell shit? <laughs> and I'm like, because usually where the shop is, there's people that shit at the front of his shop. <laughs> so he's looking around going, some cut shit here. That's the best advertisement <laughs> for fucking Innisfail that there's ever been. So anyway, out the front of this shop, there's like people usually take dumps out the front of this shop and there's another shop just around the corner. NQAS. Because <laughs> it's right next to the bottle shop. People leave the bottle shop desperate for a bog. This will do. And he, he said to me, you smell shit, bro. There's Jordan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <He's a laughs> Kiwi. <laughs> and he goes, I'm like, oh, nah. And he goes, no, no, it's strong as fuck, bro. <laughs> and I said, that'll be me. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, true. And I said, have a look at my ute over there. Go close. And he goes, poor, your ute stinks. <laughs> I said, yeah, because I was fucking oh, parked up you, in it. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I said, yeah, I shit my pants, bro. <laughs> get your wheel back on? Yeah, so we had to, well, how we had to get it out, we have to, because you think if you've got a big, big trailer, big axle, you can't really drag it out along the dirt and shit, otherwise you're going to fuck that stub yeah, and then yeah, you yeah. have to replace everything. What are so, you told with tractor? Yeah. Yeah, right. So we had to get a load of tractor out, lift it up and sort of manhandle it while we drove forward and sort of dismantle it. And I, I said to me, brother, you just, you just need to lift me up with a load and push me and I'll just steer with the other tractor, have it running and this, if I pull ahead, then you're going to drop it. So Yeah, gotta, that's right. So you got to the, the pressure's so, got to come yeah, from the back. From yeah, the back, right. So, he, he drove like around and he started pushing pushing me down the road and then he's like, turn in. And I'm, well, not really, I couldn't see him because what happens is this trailer is probably four metres high. Oh, fuck, true. Oh, three metres high. So you can't actually see the tractor behind you that's pushing yeah. you. Yeah, So I started turning in but the 
trailer kept going straight, but the tractor started jackknifing <laughs> and he's pushing me. <laughs> and I'm he can't see what's going on and I'm getting sideways and getting jackknifed and I'm just about to roll the tractor in front of the thing. And I, <laughs> anything I could do because I had my phone, I was going to call him but it was too late. Like all this happened very quick. So I just picked my phone up and pegged it at his windscreen. <laughs> <laughs> what was he in a loader? Yeah, he's in the lane of the cab track because <laughs> yelling out doesn't help. That's right, down here, shit. <laughs> so I just pegged my phone at his windscreen and he stopped straight away and you could see him like looking at the phone like, what the fuck? <laughs> Where the I fuck said, did that come from? <laughs> And he goes to me, what are you doing? I said, well, jump off your track to have a look. Can't I'm sideways. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> health and safety strong yeah. on farms, isn't it? Yeah. There's still a lot of cowboy shit that oh. goes on, isn't there? It's well, got to be done sometimes, doesn't oh, it? The thing is we run to a fine – you have to run to a fine line. Mm. And the thing is if you if you did it like the mines, we'd all be fucking broke. Yeah. Right now, we'd be broke. Yeah, hundred percent. Australia, all I'll Australian farms would be broke. Yeah, be shut down overnight. There's no, fu- there's no fucking. We're getting fucked left, right, and center. Yeah, yep. We're getting fucked from fucking below us and yep. above us. Yeah, we're getting fucked before we. Yeah, they're all the types of things though that you'd never let staff do, would you? No, just you and yeah. your brother do it. Yeah. it's yours. If goes to shit, it's on yeah. you. It's yeah. big time. None yeah. of our staff ever does anything. No, like no, that. no. Of course not. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. Because, like you said, out in the mines, the amount of bullshit that's gone on out in the mines now with with getting a job done, it's becoming counterproductive. Yeah. It's becoming very counterproductive. If I was out there, and I, I would have a mental breakdown. Oh, and it. I think a lot of people have given, given the mm. mines work away for that exact reason because it's just, you know, a, a mate of mine works in Oc Health and Safety out in the mines and that sort of stuff and, and he says, you know, if they, if they have one incident, he's tied up in paperwork yeah. for two days. You know, and it, it could be the most minimal incident. Could be mm. a could be a wheel blowing or something like that. You know, which is going to happen everywhere yeah. every day. But because of the but because and at, at the front of that place there says last incident, then they've got to make it back to That's zero. That's right, back to zero again. It starts all over again. <laughs> you know, and they don't get their fucking uh, yeti coolers and shit yeah, at fucking yeah, yeah, Christmas right. time. That's why we took that board down from out the front of your farm. <laughs> <laughs> we just put one up. Last incident um, that has happened. <laughs> <laughs> Four days ago. <laughs> Rub it out. Zero days ago. Shit. <laughs> so you got it fixed though? Got it fixed. Yeah. Oh, the other thing was the bearings. You just There's no special because it's a big trap, big axle. So to get those bearings is... Apparently Innisfail doesn't store those bearings, so I had to fucking get them from Cairns. I had to wait another day. So we had to deal with like backing a truck underneath and it only gets because the way it's set up, we can't actually get the truck. Can't get it right underneath that. I noticed no. that at the farm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because of the, yeah, the way the dam and the creek is and all behind it, you can't actually back all the way under it. So we can change it, but it's a lot of work to change it. Yeah, because you've got those big concrete blocks yeah. there and that's, what are they, a ton each? Oh, probably 500, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, so they're not. Well, quite one a... fell off and I benched it, pressed it back up. So probably yeah, six hundred. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can't you can't even bench press yourself out of bed in the morning? I don't reckon I could. Either. No, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I was doing some push ups with my kids the other day. We were doing some training and that sort of stuff. And I'm looking at my little father and he's just repping them out. And I'm there again, down <laughs> and down. <laughs> but it's you like, know what it is when you get to our age? It's not actually the muscle that's hurting you. It's the joint. No, it's the joints in the, between. Everything. It's the things that's that connect it all together. Hurts, yeah. yeah, brother. 
It's like the inner second footy, man. It's the ankles that's trying to support the calves, that's trying to support the knees and all that sort of thing. It's fucking aging sucks. Yeah, and so then, and then you, you know, obviously, I work in, a, in in the healthcare industry and that sort of stuff, and you see it in a hospital setting. And I just, I don't want to age, eh? Mm. Like I don't, I don't want to get to that that type of age where, um, Shit don't you got work. no quality of life. Yeah. That's what I don't want, you know, and I'm 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 happy to think that I'd I'd walk away from it before then. I'd, I'd call it voluntary euthanasia, <laughs> call it suicide, call it whatever the fuck you want. But if you know, especially if your faculties start to go, yeah, the faculties is the one for me. Yeah, it is. Me too, bro. Mm. Like you know, okay, if I lost a leg or the kidney started to shit out or or, or just a a medical type thing, then yeah, okay, you can you can you can deal with that. You can manage that. But when it's a when it's a cognitive yeah. thing, it's it's that's a hard one, man. Mm. I, and I see a lot of it. I've seen a lot of it over the last x amount of years. And my mum worked in respite for a long, long time doing nursing with with you know the elderly and that sort of stuff. And I wouldn't wish that dementia shit on anyone. Eh? No, I just wouldn't. You know, thing is, I, I had my grandmother go through it, and the thing is, they died ten years before they died. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Family stop come visit exactly. all this because yeah, they then yeah, know who yeah. they were. And no, all that I know, I know. And then there's the, the the some of them will often get quite cranky too, mm. and and become quite nasty because they're just confused. That's yeah. all. It's not their fault, you know. But it, it just oh, it'd be and it, it's such a long death. Mm. It's a long death. I've been listening to a few podcasts and all this, and they they say dementia is uh, what do you call it? Diabetes type C. Well, they reckon it's related, do they? Yeah, so it's all True. related. Like pretty much, it's just you sugar. It's Far out, eh? Much, yeah, most of it's you. Yeah. Uh, if Gary Brecker put a new one out mm. yesterday or something, and he's had these two followers who do that's who I was watching talking about the sprinting. Sorry to cut you off, just yeah. then. That's and who he, it was. Gary Brecker. He talks about they talked about um, longevity and stuff. Yep. These doctors that talk about that and it's pretty much get rid of sugar out of your life, and you'll yeah. Yeah, that's yep. the main one. Yeah, I've tried hard to cut it out because I've got a savage sweet tooth. So does the wife. But we've done pretty well over the last few months, six months probably thereabouts, to get rid of it. Because the only and this is this yeah, is me too. Heaps of, yeah, <laughs> inside the Bundy, You're um, six pack, but six the pack only of the only um, correlation that they've ever found with the increase of cancer since like the fifties mm. is the increase in sugar. Yep. If you look at the increase in sugar in in our diets. Over that last 60, 70 year period, the the increase, you know, on a graph is exactly the same. So how he explains it is when you put extra excess sugar into your, or glycogen, whatever they call it, yep. into your body, your cells divide quicker. Yeah. And your cells only have uh, so many divides in their life. Yep. So every time you put sugar in that, you're just making it happen quicker. That's so right. So actually making yourself older quicker. Yeah, aging quicker. Mm. There you go. Give the fucking sugar up. Try. I know, look, I'm trying. It's a drug. It's probably the worst. It drug is, in the brother. World. Yeah, and, and you know me. I don't. I'm not a huge drinker, and I don't dabble in any other fucking drugs or anything like that either. So, <clears throat> sugar's the only thing. I've... <laughs> Fuck. You shelf one <laughs> pill, and all of a sudden you're a junkie. <laughs> Whatever. I was just you having shelf a, a shelf. <laughs> 
You did the elf but, on the shelf. I'll tell you what, <laughs> fuck Tim Tams are nice. They when, especially when you shelf them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If they didn't want us to eat them, why did they make them so yum? The assholes. Assholes. So before we were talking about um, like coals and woolies and all that sort of stuff, mm. where I'm – I'm a bit up in the air because I went to a meeting last weekend about it all. Yep. And they they, they pretty much said Coles and Woolies, yeah, they have do uh, have a few things to answer to. Yep. But the biggest one farmers should be worrying about is the cunts before you get to Coles and Woolies. Who else is fucking you over? What Fertilizer. Do you mean? Oh, okay. You, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah right. I yeah. get you. So those things that are making your costs go up, mm. which is, Make, yeah, Making yeah. us go broke. Which is fertilizer, chemicals, transport, cartons, all that stuff has gone up fucking ex- exponential. Over has the, it? Oh, big time. Really? I can't give you exact figures, no, no, no. but you're probably saying, I'd probably say 30, 40% really? in the past five years. So, like, a, a, what do you, what do you, when do you buy your fertilizer? You buy it by the ton? Yeah. So, say if you go back pre COVID, pre COVID, a ton of fertilizer, $700. Now? Mid-COVID, $2,400. Fuck me, really? Mm. Really? Wow. It has come back. What's it back to now? Uh, it's probably about 1200 Oh, so it's still up yeah. a fair bit. It's mm. still up 30% of what it was. And it comes down to all the people fucking with the shipping in the, in the world. All these people who run these big shipping businesses, yeah. they're the people who run the world. Yeah, they, they kind of are, actually. You think about it. I was, yeah. I was actually, no, you're right. You're right. There's Tra- a transport's thing, everything, isn't it? There's a, a ship. I, I can't believe that there's that many of these, you know, a container that goes on the back of a semi. Yeah. There's a ship that holds 20,000. 26,000. It's called the Evergreen. Yeah. Mask, but Mask owns it. But I'm thinking, really have a look at it and do a count. How the fuck is there 26,000 of them? No, there, there is, brother. Because that, that thing is, that thing is... Don't quote me, but I'm, I'll be very close on the numbers here, okay? It's between 400 and 470 metres long. It's in that range somewhere yep. there. It's 126 metres wide, that yeah. fucking thing. It's <laughs> over a football field wide yep. across. So then you go and add up how many fucking shipping above, containers. And then below. And then below. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So you just work out how many how many shipping containers you could fit across 126 metres. Yeah. Because the shipping container is what, 2.4 metres wide? Yeah, about that, yeah. So there you go. You're talking 60, call it 60 containers in one row from one side to the other. Mm. And then up and down, like vertically, there's probably there's probably 60 again. Yeah, because when you look at the actual ship on the water, you're like, it's what? If someone said, how many is above the water there right now? You'd probably say, 200. I know. I know it's so deceiving, isn't it? I, I actually, because I, I, you know me, I love I love the shipping industry and, and the marine industry and that sort of thing. And I look at big vessels and that sort of stuff all the time. And and, and ships too. And ships, yeah, yeah, yeah. big rigs, <laughs> um, big vessels. But um, that thing is that thing's quite friggin' amazing. And you look at the money that is involved with one fucking voyage of that so, thing full. So they they were talking about that the other day. Did I send it to you? I don't know. I don't think so. They said that ship in one trip paid itself off and come yeah. home with $50 million. Yeah. I'd believe it. Paid the whole ship yeah. off yep. in one trip. Yep. 
And that's from, I think, Cuba to uh, USA. That's like the best trip or something, yeah, yeah, the longest yeah. and best yeah, trip. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me at all, bud. And it's yeah, that or oh, not Cuba because Cuba's just across. The and then thing. and then you and then that's just that's containers. Mm. Imagine what those bulk carriers carrying oil and crude oil and that sort. Oh, yeah. of, imagine what they're worth. Mm. And another one, if we want to get into it, you have to watch that punter's politics on Instagram if you want to see someone who's fucking people. Oh, around. the Aussie boy, yeah, the young Aussie boy, yeah. I've been watching him a bit, eh? He, yeah, is, check him out. He's like he's probably the most eye-opening. If it's true, like the thing is, he's just saying stuff. And he does bring up like, um, like snippets out of newspapers. He's pretty and well stuff. researched, but he's snippets. It's like yeah, I know it's hard to tell, isn't it? Yeah, like I could I could bring up a snippet and put it up, and we do like, it all yes. the time. Yeah. We do it all the time. Just no cunt <laughs> believes us. So <laughs> the, what's he talk about the um, Qatar versus Australia? Yep, Qatar um, has you don't have to pay to go to university. No, you don't pay any income tax. No. Nope. In that country, free healthcare, free healthcare, yep. all the same as like Australia, but yep. and then um, and why? Why is that? Because, because they, they tax the tax, fucking oil industry. They tax the gas industry. Gas industry, sorry, yeah. Yep. So the gas, and you know who's the biggest? Who was the biggest in the world? It's Qatar. They get seventy-two billion dollars a year just in, in tax. royalties. That's what I mean. Tax royalties, and we tax. Nothing. And you know who is the biggest? Who? Australia. Yeah. Okay. And yep. you know how many over five years we tax them two point six billion dollars over five bullshit, years? Isn't it? I know. It's it's always infuriated me that those the mining industry gets away with what they get away yeah. with, and it's you know it's because they prop up the, so <sighs> many of the government parties. And yeah, you, they just <laughs> fucking spoon feed the money and keep. And themselves that's where you got to watch it. Have a look at this pundit's politics because he brings up. He actually had one taken down. Someone in the thing. And so he made a new one and put it up and said, someone put this down. Why has this happened, Albo? And really? Yeah, Did he, he actually had one taken down because it proved a point. What's it called? Um, Punter's Politics. Punter's Politics. Yeah. Check it out. So check, check it out. out. So he's – but now he's gone, gone to town on Coles and Woolies and all those places, yep. which he – what he's saying is, is correct. Yeah. But like I said before, there's more – there's bigger fish to fry before Coles and yeah, Woolies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is. There 100% is. We're getting fucked over worse by the bottom end before the top end. Well, and, and lastly, speaking of getting fucked over before we run, because I've got to run. I've got to go and deal with my kids. My little boy's birthday tomorrow. Ooh. Oh, fuck. Nine going on 22. <laughs> Asshole. Um, that Tucker Carlson interview with Putin, Putin. we talked about it. Mm. Anyway, while he was over there, he did a bit of sightseeing and went and checked out life in Mother Russia. You know, because we we all get all we get spoon fed is the media's version of what Russia is, and it's this and it's that and it's horrible and all that sort of stuff. Anyone that's listening, jump on your Insta book or your TikTok or fucking you, you porn or whatever it is that you're watching, and check out Tucker Carlson's take on Russia. And he goes around to Russia, he goes to a shopping mall, he goes to a subway and 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 rides the subway and that sort of thing, and we all have a, a bit of a, a preconceived notion that Russia is a bit of a Third world, you know, bones of their ass kind of country. Cold, cold, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit, you know what I mean, mate. Detroit, far (laughs) fucking from it, far from it. Mm. Don't buy into the mainstream media. Have a look around. Use your brain. Use your eyes. Believe what is half of what you hear and all of what you see. (laughs) Jump on there and have a look because it's well worth a look. But uh, I've got to run, fucker. All right, let's get out the reef next week, that way. Fucking, let's get up. Done. All right. Talk soon. Thanks for listening, fuckers. All right. Thanks, guys. Later. See you guys. Bye oh, guys. I just remember. And fucking up, uh, up, uh, up.
and don't stop. <laughs> hey, bros, welcome to the pub and my podcast. We'd like to thank you for getting off your rust. But there's one thing that you could do for us. If only one thing that you could do for us is to share this podcast with one of your mates. And then we repay you by sticking a finger up your date. But not in a gay way, but to check your prostate. Because that's what friends do and not feel violated. So just one thing. Share this yarn with your mate. That's just one thing. Yeah, we might scrap the prostate thing because chicks are a thing too and blokes don't get to share all the love and probably our fingers will stink and if we don't wear gloves and we should probably who wears rubbers these days it's 20 fucking 24 come on kids wear rubbers still i I don't i don't know what to say